Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Here's your host, Alex Garrett. One Leg Up with Alex Garrett is affiliate sponsored by Raymore and Flanagan. Take a look at the link in the description. And whenever you want to take a load off and put your legs up to listen to One Leg Up with Alex Garrett, choose Raymore and Flanagan. Welcome to One Leg Up with Alex Garrett. And uh, it's another episode of One Leg Up. And I've got someone who's looking to have one leg up, well, actually two, in uh, Bergen County. Yes, for Bergen County Commissioner, I've got Ronald Lynn. Side note and, and big note, we know each other from AM 97 The Answer, but I want him on my podcast because he's got a lot of things brewing in Bergen County uh, in his race. So, firstly, why do you want to have that leg up for Bergen County uh, and why are you running for county commission? All right. Well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you, Alex, for having me on your great show. Um, I listen to it from time to time and, and you've got a great thing going on. And yes, um, Alex, we know each other from the uh, radio station, right? Um, I had a great time there, and I hope to uh, you know pursue that again in the near future. I continue to uh, do my podcasting, you know, every single weekend still. But anyway, so a little bit about me. I'm Ronald Lin. Um, my parents came from Taiwan in 1980. Uh, they moved to this country because they wanted to seek a better life for themselves, for their future family. And I myself was born in 81. So when I was born, my parents decided to honor their newfound country by naming me after the president at the time, which was President Ronald Reagan. So that's why my name is Ronald. Um, you know, in 2020, I became a father for, for the first time. And I decided to honor that trend, that, uh, you know, tradition. And, and I named my son Donald after President Trump. Sure. So we got Ronald and Donald. And, you know, basically, uh, I'm running this year for the same reason I ran last year. You know, I ran for the same position last year. Uh, I came up a little bit short, came up by two and a half points. Actually, on election night, I was actually up. I was up by like 10,000 votes. But then when they started to count the mail-in ballots, that's when me and my running mates, we started to fall behind. And at the end of the day, we ended up losing by around, I think, 10 to 12,000 votes, which came out to two and a half points. But, you know, that's pretty good for a first-time candidate. So, uh, you know, the day after the election, I got a lot of phone calls from people who told me, you know what, you should keep running. Don't give up. You've built up this, uh, you know, momentum, and you should try to ride it out. So, you know, the day after the election, I was still pretty drained, pretty tired. Sure. So, you know, let me uh, think about it. And I took a few weeks, a few months to uh, think about it. And then, you know, I think I eventually knew, well, I think I kind of knew on that night that I wanted to run again, but I didn't want to commit yet because I wasn't sure. But I think in my heart of hearts, I kind of knew that, you know, this is the right thing to do. So around uh, February of this year, that's, I believe that's when I announced that I was going to run again. And I was fortunate enough to get the nomination. And uh, here we are. So, so now we're um, less than 50 days from the election. And you know, for for me, even though this is my second time, you know, running, it feels like I've just been running for like, you know, two years straight. And uh, I really never stopped, you know, running since I last ran. So I'm running this year for the same reasons why I ran last last year, which is for my children, 
for our county and for the sake of our country. Well, I love that you actually literally are a Reagan baby because you're named after him. I think that's great. Right. Um, but this this mail-in ballot, do you foresee that causing havoc again for you guys? Or do you think there's a little more, that they have it more down pat, if you will? Like, they, they get the system a little better this time? Well, I would hope that the system is a little bit better this time, right? But, you know, I think uh, this year we're prepared for the mail-in ballots. We're, we're prepared because, you know, we're reaching out to the voters who requested mail, the mail-in ballots and we're targeting them. But I think this year will generally be a good year for all of us. So no matter how many mail-in ballots that the Democrats can pad, I think at the end of the day, that's that's not going to help them. No. And, and so obviously, I think the Republicans have sort of mobilized, if you will, around that mail-in ballot effort, which is something that they were protesting. And then they're like, you know what? Let's just go along with it and, and join in our own forces, right? Right. And, you know, I'm not opposed to the mail-in ballots. And when I talk to voters, I might tell them, you know, I don't care how how you vote. If you want to mail, if you want to vote by mail-in ballots, that's that's great. Also, if you want to vote early, if you want to vote um, at, at the polls, that's great. I don't care how you vote. Just make sure you go out there and vote. Yes. All right. So what's your message for Bergen County? Say you want to do all for your family and your community, but ultimately, what, what are the voters looking for? What, what changes need to be made in Bergen County that you can see? Well, the changes that I can see that's been happening in Bergen County are all changes that are bad. You know, the Democratic Party, they've had control of Bergen County for the past 10 years. So it's huh. been a one-party county. During this time, our, our property taxes have continued to go up every single year. Our county budget have gone up, has gone up every single year. And at the same time, the services that the county is supposed to provide has been getting worse and worse. You know, our county property, our county roads, our, you know, our county buildings, our county parks, they're not being maintained. They're broken down. And you got to ask, you know, you've got all this money coming into the uh, county budget. Why are these things not being fixed? You know, Where are they going, right? That's Yeah. And, you, you know, from 2020 to 2021, uh, when I ran last year, the county budget went up by a staggering $250 million. Okay. So it went up from $500 million to $750 million in one single year. And this was during a time of COVID when all government services were pretty much, you know, shut down. So where were, where, where, where's all this money going, right? Now we find out that, you know, the Democrats and, and, and all their wisdom, they're using this money to buy uh, luxury porta potties, right? They're buying porta potties that cost $1.5 million. So while the average person, while the average taxpayer in Bergen County, while we're struggling to try to fill up our gas tanks, while we're struggling to try to buy our groceries and pay our mortgages and pay our bills, the county government is spending 1.5 million of your hard-earned dollars on porta potties, on state-of-the-art ones, right? And, and I've been into one of these, and they are really, really nice, right? They're, they're, you know, mobile. You will go in there. They have AC. It's like a, it's, it's like a five-star porta potty, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, they're, they're nice. But why do we need them, right? Sure. Are, are they, are they necessary? No. So, you know, that's what happens when you have one-party rule. Stupid decisions like that just get made, and there's no opposition there to kind of raise a voice and and uh, say no. I don't think that's the best usage of uh, county property of uh, county money, right? So that's why it's so important that we get in there. So you know, Ron, let me ask about the national sure. message because the national message is from the Biden White House is there's no inflation, everything is going better. You know, inflation's actually going down. It's still eight point three percent. 
And then, of course, there's like, well, the market's doing well. It just went down 700 points. Right. So my question is, do you find the Democrats in Bergen County sort of go along with that messaging? Or are they trying to at least sound like they care about the constituents? Well, let's just make, make it very clear. Um, Democrats are professional liars. So they are in cahoots with the media to kind of spin this narrative and try to sell this lie. Because we all know that we are in an inflation. We all know that uh, you know we are in a you know recession. We all know that prices are going up. We know that everything is going up, right? And uh, the Democrats and the media can say whatever they want. But I think at the end of the day, our pocketbooks, our, our bank accounts, right? And the numbers and figures tell the real truth. Mm. Well, speaking of pocketbooks, how's your campaign financing. I mean, obviously, you look at the Democrats, you even look like establishment Republicans, they might have a little more of a war chest than you. So how are you able to pull all this off if you are like this race in general? Well, you know, in Bergen County, um, as a Republican, we're always going to be at a disadvantage when it comes to fun to a fun fundraising because Democrats, they control everything, right? So when you control the county executive, all seven commissioner seats, right? Um, sorry, nine. All, all nine commissioner seats, um, the seats in Congress. When you control every single level of government, and and all the uh, all the um, the important seats, it's not hard for you to raise money, because the people you're raising money from are the people who depend on you, right? So I think Jim uh, Tedesco, who's running for a county executive, he had a fundraiser like a couple of weeks ago, and in one pop he raised like a hundred grand, right? But that's not hard to do because he's raising money from the uh, from the county workers, from people who work for him. Sure. So, you know, as, as uh, Republicans, we're always going to be at a uh, disadvantage. But I think this year, you know, money is not going to help the uh, you know Democrats. I mean, we're we're obviously raising money, too. Right. But we're not going to be raising it at the same level as the uh, Democrats. But I don't think we, we need that same amount of money, you know, because we have truth. So when you have the messaging to go for it, when you have the truth, when you have the messaging, that's going to trump any amount of money. Okay, you know, a lot of also in addition to all this is a school board meetings, a school board elections are becoming a thing now because we've seen the DOJ go after regular and we've seen SWAT teams. You know, we've seen all these people be targeted by the DOJ. It's crazy to me. But in Bergen County, how are the county meetings going? Is there a lot of fiery community you know board meetings or what what have you seen when you go to these meetings and say wow the Bergen county office needs a change right well you know the uh, are you talking about the uh Bergen county commissioner meetings or the uh, school yes board? those commissioner board meetings board. to start out okay well the uh Bergen county commissioner board meetings i've i've seen a few of those via via zoom right i will start going to those live meetings soon but you know last year during one of our uh, debates no our only debate the commissioners that I was running against, right? They criticized me for not going into one of their meetings, right? But, you know, the honest thing is I haven't been going to the meetings in in the past because I've been out talking to the voters, right? I've been out talking to the people and trying to get the gauge of what really matters. So, I mean, I I can go to these meetings every single week, but that won't do anything to help the voters, right? I mean, I I intend on going to more meetings starting, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, but... For the, for the time being, I've been going out to events, to, uh, you know, to uh, different events where I get to meet the voters and talk to them directly, because I think that's the most beneficial way of trying to solve the problems that 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 these voters have. Sure. Uh, but now let's go back to the school. I board mean, like, right? look, when I go to these commissioner meetings, right, I'm just going to sure. be sit- I'm just going to be sitting there 
listening to all the policies that I don't think should be going on. And since I'm not on the board yet, I can't even, you know, raise, I can't even raise, raise, raise my points. So for me to sit there and watch these Democrats talk about policies that are stupid is stupid to me. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, because I know that you're very against what the Democrats are doing, but right. would you make sure your board is, as commissioner, still bipartisan or what? Or, or what would you do? Well, as I said on my interview on uh, Newsmax uh, last week, you know, for any government to run, for any sane and sound government to run properly, you need to have a, a bipartisan, you know, rule, right? So you need to be able to work with with the other side in a matter that is conducive to uh, getting the uh, job done. And to be honest, if me and my running mates, if we all get on board, you know, this year, there's only going to be three of us. And, you know, so there's nine members. So we're, we are still going to be, you know, um, not not the ones in uh, power, right? So, I mean, um, we have to work with Democrats. But, but the whole idea is that you guys can just at least get on the board and there's some Republican representation. Basically. Right, so we get on the board and we're able to ask the questions that the voters okay. want to be asked, right? Because for the past 10 plus years, there's a lot of questions that haven't been been, been asked. You know, last year during my uh, you know debate, I brought up the the fact that there was a DPW county worker who died on the job you know, a couple, a couple of years ago when he was sent out by my opponent from last year to cut down a tree from, I believe, uh, Saddle River, which which is a, a town here in uh, Burton County. During the process of that of that uh, job, he unfortunately uh, was pinned down by the tree and I think he drowned, right? So this was an unfortunate incident that happened on the county level. And there weren't really any questions asked or probes started. So this guy, his name is Tom Eppert. He pretty much died for no reason. There was no justice for uh, Tom Eppert. So this was something that I brought up last year during my uh, debate. But the point is, people like Tom Epper and issues like Tom Epper, like, there's no questions asked because there's a Democratic-run board right. and there's no one there to ask these questions. So, I mean, that's... We need to get in there because there needs oversight and we need another another voice because that's how government works. All right. So it's going to be three and six. Uh, ideally, that sounds like right. what it would be. So that's going to be still a bit of a a road to climb, you know, a hill to climb or whatever. Sorry, did, but, uh, did I say nine? Sorry, it's been a long day. There are seven members, seven. Okay. <laughs> seven. So three to four seven. is still right. is actually uh, not that. Actually. Right. That's yeah. a little more reasonable. Oh, yeah. Right. And look, you can see in New York state, we need a balance of power up here too. And maybe Lee Zeldin doesn't, who knows? We, his poll numbers show some promise. Um, but again, it's that balance of power in Albany. And, you know, thank God you guys are running. Cause I often find in assembly districts like myself in New York, there's right. a lot of empty ballots. It's like, why aren't there competition against these establishment long time assembly members? It's ridiculous to me. Yeah. Well, I think uh, so kudos to you for stepping up because I feel like it takes guts to do that now because no one wants to challenge these people. Well, I think people get you know complacent. Um, they they get resigned to the fact that well, this guy has been winning for the past 10, 15 years. So what's what's the point, right? Well, if you have that kind of attitude, that's how bad policies get get made, right? Um, you know, in, in this life, no one's ever going to hand you anything, right? Sure. Um, you oftentimes, not oftentimes, every single time you have to kind of get out there and fight for it. And uh, if 
there are times when you can't, you know, fight for it. You have to just take it, right? <laughs> so, I, is this a bellwether? Meaning, like, okay, so if you guys win your three seats, right, and then Palata wins in CD five, is this a bellwether? County, Bergen County, is this something that could make national well, headlines? Right? Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. Bergen County is the biggest county in Bergen, in uh, Jersey. It's it's the most populous county. It's also the richest county, right? And as Bergen County goes, so does the state, right? So the road to the uh, to the governor's office needs to go through Bergen County. And I don't believe any governor has won the state of Jersey without winning Bergen County. Um, I think Christie was able to do it during his first run, but he kept the margin very, very close, right? So, so I mean, basically, if you want to become governor or some sort of statewide official, you you kind of need to do very, very well in you know Bergen County, and given the proximity that Bergen County has to to like to like you know New York City, right? We're a very important county, and like I said, the richest county in the state. So all politicians, if they want to become, you know, a, a statewide figure, need to come through Bergen County. So this year, if we all win or when we all win, when Frank Pilata wins, it's going to be a tidal wave, right? It's going to be a huge wake up call to everybody that, you know, we are here to stay. Well, and, that, and, the, and then you guys are allies in this fight for sure, which is great. OK, so you mentioned Real Talk with Ronnie. I mean, just like a podcast, but mm -hmm. delve into that for a bit because maybe 970 listeners are people in general who follow me that my follow the station want to know what's Ronald Lynn been up to. You still do sure. your podcast. And how are you able to do that while running the campaign? I'm very curious. Well, you know, it's been getting harder and harder to kind of keep it up because uh, I'm, I'm almost out every single day, every single night, every single weekend. Right. So, uh, you know, in, in the past, um, I used to have a little bit more free time so I can edit the podcast and uh, do the recordings and that kind of stuff. I'm still able to find a way to uh, do it, but I will say it's getting a, a little bit more challenging. But, you know, where, where there's a will, there's a way, right? So um, I always have to find a way to kind of fit it in because I think the consistency of a podcast or of any show is, is what listeners or, or viewers want, right? You have to mm. be able to come out with that content, you know, once a week or, or once every few days to keep up with, with the audience. But basically, yeah, you know, our podcast took a little break from um, – I believe from June, right? From June yep. 30th. Um, that's that's when I had my my last show on uh, AM9 on, on AM970. And then we took like a couple of months off. So, uh, and that, that was good because during those few months, um, I had a time, I had some extra little time to spend time with my family. But sure. mostly that the time was spent on uh, campaign stuff, you know? And also gave me a little bit of chance to kind of re to reboot myself and the show to kind of give it like a fresher look, right? So uh, we started off the show again, um, I want to say three weeks ago, right? Um, nice. Well, it was on uh, September 11th. Yeah. So I we were supposed to start um, the end the of- The podcast, to be clear, the podcast. Right. Yeah. The uh, podcast. We were, well- the podcast and the show, I mean, they're all, you know, real, real on YouTube with, yes, with, yes. with Ronnie. Right. So, I mean, um, yeah, so uh, it's always been on YouTube. It's on, it's on Rumble. It's on Getter. Um, I'm in the process of starting a, a television, you know, net a, a, a sort of network, a uh, online streaming that. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to put the show on uh, that too. Um, but um, yeah, so we start up again on September 11th and it's been going well. It's been very, very busy, but it's, it's been going well. And it's something that I hope to be doing for a very long time. <laughs> very cool. Well, I'm, you know, I've got to ask this um, next week. I might as well ask this. I've never asked a political figure this, but 
next week starts like this National Awareness for People with Disabilities Employment Awareness Month. Right. So how will you as a commissioner work to maybe make Bergen County more accessible? Is there accessibility issues that New Yorkers should know about in Bergen County? Well, let me just say this. Uh, if you have a, a disability, Alex, your your disability is that you are too awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But uh, I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of the community right now. Right. What, what what changes can be made in Bergen County for people with disabilities over there? Well, I think on all the county properties, you know, there there could be, uh, you know, accessible, um, you know, ramps and, and that kind of stuff. And I think in most county properties, to uh, to be fair to to the county, um, I think it is all accessible. But uh, but obviously, you know, there can always be more done, right? So if um, the residents of Burn County or if outside of Burn County who intend to come to Burn County to a visit or or to work have any i any any like ideas or um, you know, notions on, on what can be done, you know, you can feel yeah. free to uh, email me and to let me know, you know, so that way, once I get into office, I, I'll, I'll see to it that, uh, that, that those policies get uh, put into place. Or, you know, if you want, you can contact the uh, current, you know, commissioners, right, or the uh, current county executive. I mean, they're the ones that are currently in charge now. So, any uh, questions on a county level should be directed to uh, to them since they are taking a uh, salary from the uh, county taxpayers. So it well, is. This, I'm so glad you mentioned that because whether you're a pro athlete making millions of dollars, right. whether you're someone who's running for office, whether you're someone with disability, we're all taxpayers. And that's why these races matter because right. you guys regulate how our taxpaying dollars are spent. Is it, Am I right? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and like I said, under democratic rule, these tax dollars have been spent in a very, very bad way. <laughs> well, one more thing, because it is a topic of conversation everywhere. Um, New Jersey, is it seeing this whole immigrant wave where people are being flown in? I mean, I have to ask this because it's a top story still that these planes are coming in with these immigrants. And I mean, what are you guys seeing in Bergen County? Well, so far in Bergen County, I don't think I've uh, seen it yet. Right. But I mean, it's not going to be uh, long until I mean, look, what Ron DeSantis did was actually was actually, you know, brilliant. Right. Because for the longest times, these liberals have been saying, oh, you know, we support and we accept everybody. Right. Doesn't matter your color, your skin. You know, we're all one people. And the minute. Right. <laughs> they're asked to put their money where, where their mouth is they throw a tantrum and they're like, oh, my gosh, we can't handle these 50 migrants in Martha's Vineyard. They when put them in Cape Cod. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, like, okay, so, you know, all these liberals, they 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 promote this free love and harmony and uh, all this kind of stuff, right? But then when you actually, you know, put the issue at their doorsteps, mm -hmm. that's when they balk. And uh, that's exactly what happened. And I think what, what Ron DeSantis did was brilliant because it forced the media to shine a light on this on this issue. Mm -hmm. And now everybody knows that in our country, we have a migrant problem. So, you know, before for, you know, most people that don't watch the news or that or don't follow politics, they, they may not know that we have millions of people crossing our border, right, every single mm. year um, in a way that is not legal. But because of this, you know, of, 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 of what the governor of, of, of uh, Florida did, everyone in our country, or at least a lot more people know now that we have this crisis mm. well i it's so true and there's part of me that says they can calm down with it now because we also don't want to be flooding our city but i get where you're coming from as well it's just well, i'm I mean, torn look, on that 
he sent, I mean, these tech, these uh, Republican, these governors from Florida, from Texas, they're sending these migrants to sanctuary cities, to sanctuary states, right? These are states and cities that by definition say we welcome migrants. So there shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> that's true. And I mean, the leadership showing that it is, and that's just kind of funny because they said, you know, well, especially de Blasio really said, come on in. And you know, it's funny. I haven't heard about the state ID program yet being used for all these people. I just hear about encampments for them. It's kind of interesting how that goes. All right, Ronald Lynn, I'm so glad I had you. And I know that your little guy's what, two years old now. So I'm sure that it's a, it's a balance. Yeah. Family yeah, my, uh, my, my older son is two and three months now. My younger son is uh, nine months. So they're very close in age. And now they're starting to uh, play together, which, which is good, you know? So as they get older, they'll be each other's best friends and also their worst enemies. So. <laughs> well, I know that uh, Bergen County is sort of a not in my backyard kind of community. It's a smaller town community, if you will, like that they, they look out for each other. So I'm glad that you're looking to look out for your community. Thank you, Alex. And, uh, YouTube link. I'll drop that in the comment section. Or the description. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, basically, uh, if you want to follow my uh, podcast, my show, just go to realtalkronnie.com, realtalkronnie.com. Um, if you go on Facebook or YouTube or Rumble or Getter, it's very easy. Just search for Real Talk with Ronnie. Okay. Um, I believe for Getter, it's Ronald Joseph Lynn. But for YouTube, Rumble, and for um, for everything else, it's Real Talk with Ronnie. Um, yeah, and on Facebook. Also, if you want to check out my campaign, I think you can see my campaign site. It's winwithlin.us, winwithlin.us. So please cool. check out my site for um, my policies, my platform, my background, and everything that you need to know about me. You know, and to give you a little hint, it doesn't matter if you go to realtalkronnie.com, ronaldjosephlin.com, winwithlin.us. It's all going to direct you to to the same site. So, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, very cool, Ronald. Doctor, Doctor Ronald Lynn, thanks so much, and we'll be we'll be we'll have you back for an update. Why not? Thank you, Alex, and I hope to have you on, on my show at some point too. That'd be great. Let's link that up. Take awesome. care, sir. Thanks for doing this today. All right. Thank you, Alex, and have a great day. One Leg Up with Alex Garrett is affiliate sponsored by Raymore and Flanagan. Take a look at the link in the description. And whenever you want to take a load off and put your legs up to listen to One Leg Up with Alex Garrett, choose Raymore and Flanagan.